Welcome to Lifelines. This is John Augustine. The story of Abraham Lincoln is best taken in small doses. Today's book is entitled Lincoln at Gettysburg by one of our more thoughtful writers, Gary Wills, who focuses on the events leading up to and including the dedication of the cemetery at Gettysburg. After Lincoln delivered his speech, several of the 15,000 people in the audience were startled. Is that all there is? But when one of the most famous intellectuals of the age, Ralph Waldo Emerson, read the Gettysburg Address in the newspapers, he declared, it will not easily be surpassed by words on any recorded occasion. Ironically, Lincoln was not the featured speaker. Four guests spoke at the cemetery that afternoon, most prominently a noted scholar whose oration lasted two hours to a standing audience, no folding chairs then. But it was the great age of oratory as entertainment, and the crowd applauded his efforts. The three-day battle of Gettysburg, the bloodiest of the Civil War, was four months past. Burials were still going on at the time of the dedication. 50,000 men had died in a mutual slaughter. Afterwards, both commanding generals, Meade and Lee, had offered their resignations. Many people think that was the battle that ended the Civil War, but in fact, still had two more dreadful years to run. Lincoln was the right man for the ceremony. He had been a soldier himself in the Black Hawk War. He had a particularly funereal appearance, despite his reputation as a humorist. William Herndon, his law partner, observed that melancholy dripped out of him when he walked. But as Wills explains, the president had a particular intention on this day, to redefine the purpose and meaning of the Civil War. The most widespread and ridiculous rumor surrounding the event is that old Abe wrote his speech on the back of an envelope, casually, while he was en route. Lincoln was a fine writer, a careful wordsmith who fully appreciated his opportunity at Gettysburg. Various witnesses report seeing him at work on the speech days before the event, and if his six-hour train trip from Washington allowed him an opportunity to polish it, well, that's how writers work. One of Lincoln's great advantages was that people continually underestimated him. He looked like a gangly kid from the sticks, but frequently very smart people come out of nowhere. Ask yourself, could you write a coherent 82-word sentence, especially one that would live forever? That's what Lincoln accomplished in the last sentence of the Gettysburg Address. As a young man, he had made up for his lack of schooling by studying and learning Euclid's Principles of Mathematics. And he knew how to speak, as well as write, a skill he had practiced as a young actor in hometown theatrical productions. And his mission at Gettysburg was a performance. His love of theater endured until the last night of his life. But it's the first sentence in his speech that asserts his point, that America was founded on the proposition that all men are created equal. That's not Lincoln's phrase, it's Thomas Jefferson's from the Declaration of Independence. Most of the men who signed that founding document were slave owners. How can people born in slavery be considered equal? Clearly, the signatories meant all white men. Otherwise, the statement is monumental hypocrisy. Lincoln wanted to apply the principle literally. Up until 1865, his primary goal was not the elimination of slavery, but the reuniting of the United States by the defeat of the Confederacy. What he appears to have realized by the time of Gettysburg was that the two goals were inseparable. By going back to Jefferson's first principle, he hoped to redefine the whole purpose of the war. 
Strangely, the Gettysburg Address manages to convey that message without mentioning the Confederacy, the Union, slavery, or even Gettysburg. So, Lincoln freed the slaves? Sort of. His Emancipation Proclamation freed the slaves in the Confederate states, but slavery was permitted to continue during the war in the border states that had stayed with the Union. Slavery was not eliminated nationwide until the passage of the 13th Amendment in 1865, seven months after Lincoln's assassination. But his efforts, including his magnificent speech, had redefined the war and the future of the United States, and the Gettysburg Cemetery remains a much-visited and significant place in the American story. This program has been Lifelines. I'm John Augustine.